It has become quite a cliche by now that years of digital transformations got done in weeks during the crisis. It is true, of course, but the question remains, why? How come that the same companies that resisted digital transformations for years finally got on board? Here's what I think. Have you ever wondered why it is that companies got so many digital projects done during the crisis when they were not approved before it? Why is that so many new businesses got started during the crisis by people who were not ready to take the leap years earlier? I believe there is a fundamental shift in our perception of risk during any crisis, whether that is a new business or a new project. What is considered a safe choice in normal times, like doing nothing, may become very risky in a crisis. Not making a change caused many businesses to struggle, shrink, or even go bankrupt. On the other hand, the formerly risky proposition of a new initiative may not look that risky after all, as all things around us become uncertain. To put it another way, and this is a big aha, the perceived risk of doing nothing and the risk of doing something starts to look very similar. I am convinced that during the crisis, overall uncertainty increases and people do not perceive more risk with a new business model than an existing one. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella famously said that two years worth of digital transformation at Microsoft got done in two months. The same fact has been observed at hundreds of companies. A Twilio survey found that COVID accelerated digital transformation at some businesses by as much as six years. It is way too easy to dismiss this acceleration as a simple crisis response. In fact, not all kinds of projects got accelerated in a crisis. Companies do not expand their factories or transportation fleet. They do not suddenly proliferate their product portfolio. So why is that digital transformation got such a boost when other projects didn't? Now let's step back first to take a look at what normally happens when the core business and innovation projects meet. As I've discussed many times on this channel, the core business tends to resist innovation initiatives unless they provide outsized returns. The ultimate tug of war between status quo and innovation is not a simple change management issue. In my experience, professional managers are actually pretty good at assessing risk rewards of any kinds of projects and not simply resisting change for resistance sake. I believe the core of the issue is predictability. The business parameters of status quo are well known and somewhat certain, whereas innovation projects are inherently unpredictable and uncertain. Managers tend to take lower returns that are certain than high returns that are not. That is as true for investment portfolios, life decisions, or for digital programs. The dilemma in normal times is between predictable core business results versus unpredictable innovation or transformation results. To put it in portfolio management terms, if the risk-free return of the status quo is more attractive 
then the high-risk return of digital transformation, then the business will resist the change. And because most businesses do not track realized benefits of digital programs, the track record of the core business will have a lot more data and more proof than the track record of digital. In normal times, digital leaders could fix this by doing a much better job tracking value realization. But for reasons we discussed many times, it does not happen. Now, this is where things get interesting in a crisis. The risk-free return plummets in a crisis. Business operations stop. Supply chains get disrupted. Customers cancel orders and renege on contracts. The downside of the previously risk-free return of status quo becomes pretty bad and often negative. All of a sudden, the risk-adjusted return of digital projects look much more attractive. As one CEO told me, even if we get a third of the return of the digital project, it will outperform the core results 4 to 1. So a digital project that looked risky before becomes a no-brainer. This behavior happens both consciously and unconsciously. Managers instinctively assess risk levels without extensive ROI calculus. Importantly, the crisis invalidates all the track record and all the role risk nature of the core business as well. Suddenly, there is no track record of the core business handling the crisis and succeeding, since there is no proof that uh, it didn't struggle. This is why digital projects get more traction in a crisis. In most industries, there was a fundamental digital business model shift. And this means the new normal will also reset expectations for risk-free returns. Many digital projects delivered staggering results in record time and low cost, so the expectation on risk-adjusted return will start including some digital programs. That will be the new normal when it comes to risk-free status quo. And that calculus will result in a higher level of digital innovation for those businesses that will thrive after the crisis. Now, companies that did not launch successful digital programs in the crisis have missed this generational shift in risk expectations. And due to all the dynamics we discussed, may never become the innovators in their industry. Talk soon.